Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily, and I am joined once again by my amazing coach, Leah Hollandsworth. Hi. Hiya. Uh, so we were just having a brief chat, guys, before we did this podcast, just catching up as usual. But um, me and Leah want to chat about today, or we thought it was going to be good to chat about expectations, Lee. That's what we yeah. just said, wasn't it? Literally yeah. expectations of you coach both lifestyle, bodybuilding, photo shoot prep, don't you? And I coach a um, majority of lifestyle clients. And there's a difference, right, between like bodybuild I don't I feel like when we when you say bodybuilding I feel like people just think massive massive hench female <laughs> 100% but just do you want to just give a bit of an overview because although you are like you know super strong super fabulous when you compete you're not like massive hench are you no, and I think it, it creates like a bit of an illusion because I get it all the time where I meet someone for the first time in person and they're like, oh my God, I thought you were massive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm like, you're dinky, yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm only, well, I'm 5'4", so I'm not, I'm saying pretty like average height, but like when Same I compete, like, I'm, pardon? Same height as me. Oh, I was like matching. Um, <laughs> when I compete, like I'm quite small, and I think a lot of competitors are a lot smaller than what you actually think. And it's not, it's not that they've got, you know, a ridiculous. Obviously, they've got quite a lot of muscle, but it's not that they're huge and stacked. It's just when they're on stage. Obviously, there's lights, you know, there's tan, they're posed. It creates this, this kind of image of such a huge person. When in, in reality females like they're not massive unless they're going into like actual you know bodybuilding as in the bodybuilding class like bikini figure girls they're not they're not huge Mm -hmm. especially at an amateur level exactly and I think as well if we took maybe let's say let's let's just like be super clear like so a lifestyle client is maybe someone who wants to drop body fat have a healthier lifestyle get in the gym start working out you know, feel good about their physique, but not necessarily to the extreme of they want to see huge definition or they, you know, yeah. they want to do it competitively. So when we talk about lifestyle, that is the type of people we're talking about, which generally people who just want to drop body fat and feel better in their physique, right? Yeah, yeah. And I still work with girls, for example, within like a lifestyle setting that want to build muscle and still train really hard, but it's just not to the same extent of someone that wants to maybe complete like, for example, a a shoot or a a transformation Mm -hmm. or like a a bodybuilding prep and obviously I think as well with a shoot and a prep that's very different because I get your you might get this well I'll get girls that shoot that you know haven't necessarily died for the the shoot Mm -hmm. or they're doing it for like a confidence perspective Mm -hmm. so I think the big one is like the one where there's a huge difference is 
getting on stage versus yeah. like a standard fat loss phase or a, or a photo shoot prep I think they're two mm-hmm. like very different things very different yeah and I think as well like what people maybe get like misconstrued with is we could show them a photo of someone that both you and I know is a bodybuilder in are these called inverted commas what are they called don't so. do that inverted commas yeah. inverted commas like bunny speech, ears speech whatever bunny ears yeah yeah um, so someone that we know we would look at for example a, a bikini girl we would look and say they're, they're still a bodybuilder there I think maybe lifestyle gem, gem population people would maybe look and go she's not a bodybuilder she's just really yeah. slim but actually yeah. the work that she's done to look at and that you know the weight she's lifted and yeah. I think that's what we want to cover in this podcast wasn't it is like the expectations of what you're looking at maybe on Instagram or in people that you think well if I do a diet for six weeks oh yeah that's what I'm gonna look like but you know what yeah. sometimes it's not people's fault because fucking people on Instagram if they're selling a product they might you know be a little bit yeah. disingenuous of what they've actually yeah. done to look like that and they just might be like hey I'm selling I'm selling my six-week ab program but oh, really yeah. they've been through three years of diet cycling yeah. to look like that literally like what you see on someone that has competed is probably two plus years at least I would yeah. say at least of yeah. of kind of reverse dieting building muscle spending time in a surplus dieting down going through a prep going through a fat loss phase and then reverse dieting again like I've been through that cycle maybe I don't know more times than I can count now mm-hmm. to get where I am today and it's not been you know it's not been eight weeks it's been years and years and years of consistency we're doing 100 percent, yeah and you're so much you know obviously totally different category to me but you know me having a foot into the into the ocean that you're in but even last year I remember so we dived me down for the photo shoot then pulled my calories back up and then dive me down again for the wedding like so I've still done it twice but people will genuinely message me and say oh hey what have you been doing talk like this I'm like two years work babe yeah (laughs) that's what I've been doing yeah, literally, it's not so something it, that is achieved, and over, and also the 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 work that goes in to look like that is so extreme. It's honestly like not not worth it. If you're not getting on stage, you do not want to feel like you, like someone feels when they're at that stage. And I I cannot even I'm like I love competing. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna obviously I'm carrying on competing, but like it is one of the I've never felt that bad in my life in okay. terms of like the the how you feel so it's just not I don't think people unless they've gone through it you don't understand how it's not a sacrifice because obviously you choose to do it but you don't understand people don't understand what it actually takes to get to that level of leanness as a female it's not an easy ride it's not something that I would recommend anyone that's got that extreme goal you've just full circled into like what I just said about what people see on Instagram and go I want to look like that yeah you're not a bodybuilder they've just been obviously diet what do I need to do to do that so let's I know we're going to quickly well not quickly but we're going to run through food workouts lifestyle and the difference between bodybuilding super lean and lifestyle clients which will be you know just being fit being healthy being a a, you know a a healthy body weight not normal body weight but like a healthy body weight where you're functioning like a healthy adult Mm. that's like a lifestyle client whereas if you want to get to the point of being super lean I always say this by the way when I do check-ins with my clients if we are pushing like to the end of a fat loss phase because they want to get to quite a lean point I'm like what you're doing now is taking an inch like an inch out of what a bodybuilder does because you guys do get insane 
leanness results. And ultimately, fat loss is just taking a little bit of a, a section out of bodybuilding, isn't it? And just yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of a a tamer approach to bodybuilding, but obviously the concepts are the same. Like obviously you have to be in a deficit. Yeah, you have to be consistent with obviously hitting your calorie target. You know, you have to make sure you're consistent with these steps and your cardio. Like you can't, I think a lot of people expect even with lifestyle that, oh, I'm, you know, I'm just going to kind of try a little bit and that'll be it. But it still, it still takes a bit of, you know, consistency, but it's just, it doesn't have to be as like to the letter as it does when it's you a have a tiny practice. bit of like, you have a bit more flexibility. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, like you can get away probably estimating meals out and things like that, whereas you can't right there's no you don't eat out when you're on a proud that's that like you know exactly perfect let's talk about the food then so like well we've just nearly covered that but so food when it comes to lifestyle clients i know that you still need to be hitting your protein target you still need to be in your calorie deficit you need to be aware of what you're eating making good choices but you have got that flexibility of okay i'm gonna go out for a meal of a weekend so i'm still gonna get my steps in i'm gonna have x amount of calories and then i've got roughly x amount of calories to have of a weekend what yeah. would the difference look like, Leah, if I said, well, I know the difference actually, but if, <laughs> if you, if I said, right, Leah, um, you know, I want to go to the next level. Um, can I, can I go out for tea on, can I go on a date night with Ollie? Which I know is what I check in with you. Yeah. Like. Date night is well banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, no, no eating out whatsoever no. so basically if you're on I'm, I'm talking I'm gonna go like bodybuilding prep yeah because like, obviously it's different from like a shoot prep because yeah. like on the shoot prep if I've got a client that's doing that I was still they'll still eat out like yeah. especially at the start of the shoot prep maybe not so much at the end but when you're on a bodybuilding prep so for example when I did my prep I so I basically when I when I die I have like a meal plan that I follow so I have a rest day I have a training day with set amounts of each food on um, and they will say the same all the way through prep in terms of the foods and they'll just get slowly reduced. But I, at the start of the prep, so I think for the first like six weeks or so of my prep, I had like an off plan meal a week that was capped at a thousand calories. So I still had, like, I could still get away with, you know, going out and having like a meal as long as it wasn't anything mad. Like I wouldn't go out and smash like dessert and mains and a burger because it would mm-hmm. take me over. But, you know, I could go out and have I don't know, like a stir fry or, mm-hmm. you know, something protein based and it will be fine. But then once they get taken away, it is literally like meal plan to a letter all the way through. Like there's no, there's no estimating like to the extreme. For example, if I have a coffee and it's out, I will take scales out, put the coffee on the scale and weigh the milk at the coffee shop. Wow. Because I, I had basically one, I had, so once you start a prep, I had, for example, like one coffee a day where, I, where I'd have milk in it. And that stayed the same. Because obviously if you get five weeks into prep and then you start having two cups of coffee a day, mm-hmm. that's going to then increase obviously the amount of calories you're having. So I had one coffee a day and that stayed the same all the way through prep. So sometimes if I was going out and like meeting a friend, I would have that coffee when I was out. But I knew, right, at the start of prep, I had 50 grams of milk. So that's that's what I can have, 50 grams of milk. Mm-hmm. But that literally, that was, everything was on a meal plan, grams, like sources were in grams, everything. So everything was literally followed like to the, to the T, like, yeah, yeah, I didn't, through prep, I didn't eat one meal that wasn't on that meal plan throughout the whole prep. Let's just remind everyone though, to see you, but you are Miss Universe and that is why. Because, (laughs) yeah, because this is the dedication that it takes and a hundred a hundred percent like yeah so that food wise everything to the tea 
Yeah, yeah. And can I just say as well that you don't, no one needs to be doing this unless they are on a bodybuilding prep. Well, that's it. That's the whole point of this podcast is to talk about, it's more to me, I think, to make people feel better about their expectations and their reality of, I want to be this lean. Okay, cool. This is exactly what it's going to take to be this lean and these results. And you are walking proof of what that is. So maybe just adjust your expectations and be like, okay, you can still drop body fat. You can still look, you know, lean and strong and healthy, but without going to that extreme because extreme results need extreme actions, right? Yeah. And obviously this is like, as a female, getting down to very, very, very low levels of body fat obviously that's not sustainable as a female like you can't from a health perspective you can't stay there because like for example a lot of females will lose their period when they're mm-hmm. when they're competing because the body fat levels aren't high enough to support that mm-hmm. so obviously as a female like that's not somewhere you can sit like you can't you know in terms of like amenorrhea that's not something you you, mm-hmm. you want long term because it's obviously negative from a health perspective but it's a sport and I think that's what people people are competing in a sport so mm-hmm. it's completely completely different from just losing a little bit of weight it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a competitive sport and again when people are looking at you know and I keep bringing it back to this but I think it's important too when people are looking at these girls in bikinis who are super lean ripped abs the likelihood is that is a snapshot from a very short yeah. percentage of time that they did look like yeah. that and yeah. having that as like you know goal in bunny ears again is it really is to understand what it what they were doing at that time for example like you said weighing everything most likely loss of period not living a healthy life as in not having a social life which we know is important for health um you know lack of sleep play sleep yeah like I was at the point on prep where I was waking up towards the end of prep like every hour I was waking up couldn't go back to sleep absolutely shattered but couldn't sleep because your body doesn't when you're that lean like your body doesn't want you to go into a deep sleep like females you know aren't meant to be that lean Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just realizing that in order if you see a girl and she has got abs okay Mm -hmm. like for most girls unless they're very genetically gifted like that is not healthy yeah 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 you know so I think it's just and this there's, there's so much I don't like saying sacrifice because when I prep I don't view I don't feel like I'm sacrificing anything that's because it's your it. goal and you enjoy it though isn't it yeah whereas yeah, yeah but there is obviously a lot that goes on in life that you know you can't do like I would go to when I was on prep I was a like it was my birthday for example I went over to my parents house for my birthday when I was on prep this is yeah. about a month out from a comp and they all had a buffet and like cake and I was there with like my chicken salad yeah like coke like it's things like that like if I had a lifestyle client I would say to them go and enjoy your birthday like it's a day don't worry about it honestly I've got the most great example for this when we went to London last year do you remember when we went to London and we went to Rocker the sushi restaurant this is prime example I had a photo shoot three weeks an underwear shoot I had three weeks later and we went to Rocker and you came with me you were on prep and you didn't eat anything yeah that's so true do you remember you had a yeah. diet coke and I was like do you want me to order your diet coke <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and you had the sushi yet. I had sushi yeah. and I was like like yeah this is okay <laughs> yeah. no I didn't drink though I didn't drink do you remember no, but you were really sensible with it though yeah but that is a complete difference I was three weeks out from a photo shoot and still ate out yeah you were like I can't remember how far out from your comp you were I think I was still about three months out at that point wow insane but yeah there you go yeah. that's the dedication from you there yeah. isn't it yeah and, and I, I think, think go on sorry you go. you go well I was just gonna say 
like what you just touch on what you said about you don't feel like it's sacrificing because you enjoy the process you know that that the delayed gratification that's coming yeah. in is fucking being Miss Universe yeah. but do you know what I mean that's great yeah. but and I think we do you will get that with some clients I know that some some ladies enjoy the process of having the standards that I set and meeting them and smashing them mm. and some people really struggle with that and that's mm. where setting your expectations I think needs to come in because yeah. if you don't enjoy the process yeah what is the point yeah yeah, yeah. whereas some it- people do enjoy um like what do you like like yeah like setting goals and smashing them don't they yeah yeah and I think as well it's being it's asking yourself you know what what are you actually willing to do because if you've got a goal but you're not willing to put the work in to get to that goal then don't have that goal because you know ultimately the same with any goal like regardless of whether it's a, a prep or a shoot prep a stage prep you know a lifestyle kind of fat loss phase if you've got a goal to get we we're just saying this before the call if you've got a goal to get to a certain point but you're not willing to put the work in to get there you're not going to get there Mm-hmm. it's the it's the work you've got to put in so I think it's being realistic with okay what am I actually willing to do mm-hmm. and that will determine the outcome you're going to get as to what you are willing to do throughout that that phase leading into obviously the goal mm-hmm. and the goal being important like not just thinking I say this a lot to people when they come to me and they say I want to I want to feel good in my bikini I want to be size x right yeah. so we'll start going and they, they don't make the changes and I'm like, listen, yeah. I'm not doing this to be a ball buster. I'm telling you to make these changes because that's what's going to get you to the goal. Yeah, yeah. And what people I think really need to get better at is it's okay to change the goal. So if you yeah. th- if if you think, well, this is my goal. Let's say, like like let's say you wanted to drop two stone before you went on holiday, but actually you got to dropping a stone and then you you started slipping a little bit. Mm. It's really thinking, okay is that goal of that two stone really important or actually are you quite happy where you are and that's okay but what yeah. I think what people are really shit at doing sorry people but a set <laughs> like a, a saying okay yeah cool I'm happy here is they're like no I still want to do it and then they check in they failed no I still want to yeah. do it and check in like, yeah, yeah, move yeah. the goalpost if it's obviously yeah. not that important to you yeah yeah because I I just think at the end of the day if you're like you need to be doing what needs to get done to move forward you yeah. know and if you're not willing to do that, then yeah, exactly. Shift that goal. Or, you know, if you actually think, yeah, you know what, I, I, this goal is important to me, then do the work you need to do. Because mm-hmm. it's one or the other, either, you yeah. know, the goal needs to change and you don't do the work or you have the goal, but you need to put the work in. Perfect. Honestly, like life to my ears. hundred. Yeah. They're your two choices. You either yeah. do it and move forward or you don't yeah. change goal. And I think that's what I said, like people need to be okay with, like something I always say is, Whatever your actions are, just be okay with it. Don't kick off about it if, you know, oh, why have my weight changed because I didn't do X, Y, and Z? Like, just accept your actions. And then if if they're not getting, if you're not getting the results you want, change your actions. That's such a good point because I've had this before with um, clients where, for example, I'll get a client and they're like, oh, I'm really annoyed. Like, I feel really uncomfortable in my in my clothes. Like I'm not getting anywhere. And it's like, well, let's look at what you've done in the week. Like mm-hmm. you haven't hit your sessions consistently. You haven't hit your step goal this week. Like, you know, you haven't hit your nutrition goals. There's there's a reason as to why you're not making that progress. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes it's like rather than getting so hung up on not being where you are, focus on, right, what do I need to actually do? is there anything I can change? Is there anything I can get a little bit better at that is going to help me move 
closer to my goal because it's like that like the delayed gratification thing it's like mm. people get so hung up on the outcome whereas actually you looking at the outcome isn't going to change the outcome mm-hmm. what you focus on is okay what are the steps that I am taking it's like with me on prep people look at it think, oh my god like what did you do to get there I didn't do anything magic I literally stuck to my plan for a very very long time without yeah. without doing anything that wasn't on my plan for like 20 plus weeks like that's all it was and then you keep getting leaner and leaner and leaner and it's pushing past that point where most people would feel uncomfortable and stop it's then pushing further than that that's what pulls the body fat off so it's nothing magic it's the same approach as a normal fat loss phase just without any deviance at all from any of the targets yeah like so let's talk about movement quickly lace so, um we've obviously covered food like you don't go off plan you stick to the plan we get it food and um, workout wise when you're on prep or like get to get into the point of like ripped out leanness let's call it what does your workout look like that maybe differs from a lifestyle client or so to be fair the training out the actual training I wouldn't say is that much different like mm-hmm. I was I train like a five I train like four to five times a week so I run like an eight-day rotation so it either falls like four or five times a week so but there was like the odd time on prep for example if I had a little niggle or I would just add an extra rest day in so mm-hmm. it's not you know you can still the training I would say isn't massively different obviously mm-hmm. you have to train hard like my lifestyle like still train hard I don't think that's actually that mm-hmm. extreme um, and I did have like deloads. I had like five days of training at some point in the prep. So it wasn't, I'd say that's pretty similar. Obviously the big one with that is the cardio and the steps, like mm-hmm. the cardio, obviously you cannot, like if you, I, I did miss a cardio session, the whole of prep, and it got to the point of like 50 minutes of cardio every single day and mm-hmm. top of my weight sessions. So mm-hmm. I was getting up every morning. Um, to be fair, that cardio isn't that high. Like I know a lot of girls that have to double up cardio morning and evening. Wow um and my steps only got to like 12k which again not very high at all like I know girls that are doing up to 20k with a weight of vest on prep really mine actually wasn't that bad I didn't have to push like massively but for example I would get up in the morning I would go and do my cardio on the stairmaster I would come home and then I would take the dogs for a walk so to get like most of my steps in and then I would have my first meal, work, and then train in the afternoon. So I was probably spending, and I had to do posing after after every cardio session as well. So I was probably spending, sometimes if it was raining and dark, I would go back in the evening to finish my steps off. Yeah. I was probably spending maybe three, at least three hours, maybe four hours in the gym a day. Yeah. But that's on prep, and that's not. That's on prep. Like, at the minute, like, I'm just training. I'm not doing any cardio. So it's like an hour and a half, probably like five days a week at the minute. Yeah. Whereas that, still- like, yeah. And for me, because obviously you're doing my programming at the moment, we're keeping my cardio in because I'm socializing more. Yeah. 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 Which so is I'm fine. At- like you can, you can. Yeah. I, I like cardio. I put the anyways Essex on. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, I would never be expecting a lifestyle client to be doing cardio every day like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't program that. But if someone's wanting to, you know, like I've got girls that are doing a shoot this weekend and some of those are on cardio, like going on every day now. Yeah. yeah. Because just they need to do that to get lean, but they want the results. So they have to. Yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. They have to push to get the result. A hundred percent. So I think as well, like what you just said there, the coincides with the food thing. It's the same with the workouts. You just, you said it in the first sentence, you didn't miss a day. So it wasn't like, again, from what we were just saying, like lifestyle clients, like of saying, 
okay, we're going to set you a target of 10K a day. Oh yeah, well, I did eight and a half K on three days and then on other days I made sure I hit my 10K. Cool. I know you want me to say that's amazing. Well done. That's not consistent. And it's just the consistency, isn't it? Like that's literally what it is. 99% of the time, it's not that anything needs to change. It's that the consistency needs to improve. Yep, yep, yep. I have clients who check in. They're like, so what else should I be doing? I'm like, be consistent on your food. Okay, but is there anything else I'm doing? I'm like, this motivation that you've got asking me for more, put that into being consistent. That is what will get you results. Yeah. Like that's yeah. a, that the shiny object syndrome or people are like, I yeah, want to do more. Doing. I want to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing that. I'm, tra- I'm tracking my food most of the time. I- I'm doing my steps most of the time, but what yeah. else can I do? Do it all the time. Like yeah. it's mad, isn't it? Like, like yeah. I think you just hit the nail on, on the head before though, like, when you, when you're opening the statement of when people look at like body building, super leanness or bikini girls, super leanness, it's not, there's not really that much different. It's just being fucking 101% consistent yeah. all it's the time. Literally the same, exactly the same principles as what I get my lifestyle clients doing. Yeah. But like without a single beat missed for multiple, yeah. multiple weeks. Yeah. And like lifestyle, we, we, we spoke about, about that at the beginning, but like, it's just, no, I went to say minimal social occasions. It's not, is it? It's not social occasions, but I mean, no food out, obviously no alcohol. No. Is that from the minute you like how many weeks out from prep would you say no alcohol? Or from, from the start of prep. So it depends how long a prep is, but like 20 to 24 weeks, I would say pretty typical for a female. Yeah. So my preps are 20 weeks normally. So yeah, from from 20 weeks, I'm perfectly. I mean, even in off season, like I have meals out, but they're in my plan off season plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even in my off season, like I don't, I don't miss meals, like, I don't. You know, I still hit everything that I need to be hitting. Yeah. Like queen of consistency. This is why you're an amazing bodybuilder coach and I am a great lifestyle coach because <laughs> I check in with you. Oh, I'm like, pull up, like, show my true colours here. But I know that I'll check. I, I don't, I'm not a terrible client, Lee, am I? You're not terrible. I'm just lifestyle. Yeah, but you're, you, you know what you want. Yeah. Oh, babe, I'm super happy. I say this, don't I? I'm most checking. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. like yeah. you, you act in line with what you want, which is fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's I don't check in and say, I don't tell me if I'm yeah. wrong. I don't think I've ever checked in and said, why hasn't my weight moved? No. no. The thing is, if you'll come to me and be like, Lee, I've had a shit week, like I've not yeah. made progress. This is why. And you know. Yeah. And that's and I'm fine. okay with it. And I move yeah. on and, and then I have yeah. a good week. Yeah, I remember the one the one thing, and I, and this is really good and super relatable for people as well. And I, and I spoke about this in my podcast last week. I did um, the laws of fat loss, which I think was really good. I remember there was one time, can't remember if it was this year or last time we did it. There was about a month, and my weight didn't move. My photos got better, but my weight yeah. stuck. Do you remember? It was like maybe like three weeks, three and a half weeks, and you were like, "It'll happen, it'll happen." Yeah, and then it did happen, and I, that was the only point where I was like. I promise I'm doing everything. I promise yeah. I am. And then it yeah. dropped. And I think yeah. that's like a, a real point to make, isn't it? Is that like sometimes in a fat loss phase, you can have sticking phases. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Like the people- it happens to me on prep and I wasn't missing a beat. And then, I remember you told me and that. sometimes yeah. I would check in and I was like starving, like <laughs> literally struggling to stay awake in the day and my weight had gone up and I was like, <sighs> <Bastard>. <laughs> if I had more <laughs> energy, I'd be human. Yeah. 
But I think that's the thing that like, if you know you're doing what you need to be doing, if you know you're hitting everything, then there's no way you're not progressing. You just have to have confidence that, you know, I think if people are panicking and thinking, oh my God, like my weight isn't dropping, like, oh, like something's not right. I think the only reason someone would think that is if they know in the back of their mind that they haven't done everything they need to be doing. Blame game, 100% shift the blame. Yeah. yeah. Because if you know, hand on heart, you've done everything your coach has told you to do and you've smashed everything, you've got nothing to worry about. Exactly. I, I, this is what I always say, I said it last week in this podcast, you can't defy science. Yeah. You can't defy, if you know you're doing everything, why are you cross? It's going to yeah. come. Just because yeah. it hasn't come one week, it doesn't mean it's not going to yeah. come the next week. You're just playing yeah. it in hand. And if the, the only reason you get mad on your check-ins or you get mad at your results is because it's like... You've frustrated with yourself. You, you can't, yeah, you don't want to admit. Yeah. Fucking at the biscuits. Like, yeah. 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 I think like we were just said then, didn't we? Like the biggest thing is comparing bikini super leanness to lifestyle results. Yeah. Is expectations. Yeah. And understanding what it takes to to really, really get what a lot of, what a lot of people see as I think as like. Oh, I don't know. Like, I think a lot of people see people with abs and think it's like the normal to achieve that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of people on Instagram that walk around. Because there's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not, it takes a lot to achieve that. Not a lot as in like, obviously for someone in your education and your understanding, it's a lot. But I think a lot of people, younger people, I would say, aren't doing it the right way. And they are probably under eating for a severe yeah. amount of time. Over exercising, yeah. not in a structured, under a watchful eye. Like obviously, you have your coach that yeah. does everything for you. Yeah, it's not like you're just guesstimating what you're doing. You have yeah. someone who's saying the same way you say to me. You're having someone yeah. who says to you, Leah, you're doing this, you're doing that. Yeah. yeah, I think there are definitely some people on Instagram who are saying this is all I do. When actually, no, that's not what they do at all. Yeah. At all. And also, I think it's important, like, obviously, I document my prep when I'm going through prep, I put my chicken pages on, I put what I'm eating on. Yeah, it's pretty low food, like, it's it's low, it's a lot of cardio. But I also document when I don't do that all the time, like, that is not how I live my life. That is 20 weeks of a year, mm-hmm. not even every year. No. Okay, I did do two preps back to back recently, but that doesn't happen very often. The rest of the year, like, I'm holding, like, I'm, I'm 25 pounds now heavier than what I was by the end of my prep what yeah which is nearly what two coming up two stone now just over two stone 24 pounds two stone what was 14 pounds in the stone oh yeah there is sorry oh i thought i'd done my bad yeah, just my sleep yeah, nearly yeah. two stone yeah well i'm i'm like going out like i'm having a drink at weekend i'm having dessert like i went out for breakfast yesterday no sunday and i had um oh, did I have bacon and maple french toast you know like I go out, I went to Will's family's the other weekend and I had a Sunday dinner with them. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't live my life like that all the time because I just couldn't, it's not possible. You can't have like that all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm doing like, I'll do a little, I'm doing a little fat loss phase in January and yeah, that'll be pretty like intense, but it's six weeks and then it's done again. All right. well, I think that's inspirational. Know, I've got to pull it back a bit now. <laughs> I think you look hench. Like you, you, look, hench, actually. you do look insane on that video you put on today. I was like nearly oh, knocked no out from your, from your shoulders. I was like, Whoa. that was when I was lean, though. You that, was when I was, that was when I was dieted. Was it? Yeah. You got really hench on it. No, because you can see all the muscle, can't you, when someone's lean? That's why. 
I think you, but you've put a video on recently that I think you got a hench on. Have uh-huh. you not? Show me your guns. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you've got to get big too much body fat over the top of him right now what? what? I said there's too much body fat over the top of him to see him right I now. bet there isn't oh well anyway I think you look great but um, yeah as we were saying I think like expectations of understand I think the biggest point I want to drive home is the people that you listeners the people that you see on Instagram the snapshots right and I know both me and Leah would have posted Leah would have posted her super lean photos. I posted my photo shoot photos, but we both, uh, like I post my weekly check-ins with you on Instagram yeah. to show this is what I look like yeah. now. And I know you yeah. you do your YouTubes and stuff to say, this is what I yeah. look like out of prep, but also it's mm-hmm. like that. It's like that selective thing of what people want to see as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, don't, yeah, you're not super lean on that. I don't really want to look at that photo. This yeah. is a photo I want to look like. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like that expectation thing. And also, you know, like just to say what you said, like that's 20 weeks of the year. You do that a lot of the time. And I know both me and you do this. We put, we say to clients, look, we're going to put you through a fat loss phase. I'm not going to stick you on a diet for two years. You're going to be in a phase. So yeah. if you can just suck it up and stick to it, yes. you'll out yeah. that phase, you'll have a diet break. And then we'll, if we need to go in another one, we can. If we want to sit at maintenance yeah. for a while, we can. Like, but what people fuck up on is like we said before is actually they take that little bit of leniency that you can have in a lifestyle phase and they do it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then they'll have one yeah. good week a month. And then why, why do we not look like the picture that I showed you? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, even even if you are in a lifestyle phase, like I think get in, suck it up, get it done, and come out of it because otherwise people think, oh, I'm, I'm just like when I lose a bit of weight, it's fine. And then yeah. it ends up being dragged out probably 10 times longer than it needs to be. Yeah. Whereas if you can just kind of get in, stick to your targets, be sensible, don't go out and binge drink at the weekend, mm-hmm. just have a gin and track it into your calories, you know, do everything you need to do accept that you're probably going to be a little bit hungry sometimes you know that is it's not going to be to the extent of a bodybuilding prep but you know there's going to be maybe the odd time where there's a little bit of hunger there nothing mad but if you can just kind of really knuckle down and say to yourself right this is it I'm committing to this like I've got a goal I'm just going to focus on you know hitting this right now and then it will be done you know rather than it being and I think when some people say as well, this grates on me a bit, actually, um, when people say, oh, but, you know, lifestyle clients shouldn't have to like diet hard and, you know, they shouldn't have to find it hard. But, you know, ultimately, like if you've got a goal, you have to put a little bit of work in to get to that goal. You know, it's not just going to it's not just going to happen, you know, overnight. And I think, again, a fat loss phase, like, yes, the, the habits that are built in the fat loss phase, you still have to have them lab habits throughout life because people say it shouldn't be a fat loss phase. It should be a lifestyle, but you're not going to be in a deficit for your whole life. So, yeah, the habits are still there, like the food choices, the, you know, the high-protein meals, like you need to go out and do your steps, you know, your watering tank needs to be good. They need to be there as a lifestyle, but the calories that you're on in a fat loss phase, you're not going to be on that amount of cardio, that amount of food for your whole life, you'll be on more more food and less cardio, but the, the fundamentals of it stay the same. So yes, it is going to be a bit of a harder intake, you know, maybe a bit more pushing through the fat loss phase, but it's not going to be like that forever. 100%. And I think what you just said there as well, when people say, oh, fat loss phase shouldn't be hard. Change is hard. Any change is hard. And if you have been living your lifestyle, cycling on processed carbs, living off processed carbs, drinking every weekend, breaking them changes is going to be hard yeah. like it's uh, what what you call it like it's um 
relative, isn't it? Like mm. what people's different hearts are. You yeah. know, me saying to you, Leah, you got to stick to your calories for like four weeks, not go off them and not drink. That's not hard to you. No. For me, probably quite hard, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, but Leah, I've got these free social occasions I want to get, do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just, I think committing to any lifestyle change or going through any fat loss phase dieting phase is hard but like you said the 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 principle of a fat loss phase is for someone who's never done one before you will pick up habits in that phase that you do have to implement for the rest of your life because you're changing from an unhealthy lifestyle to a lifestyle and it's the calories like that change and stuff so I think yeah um okay anything else that you want to add Lee? I think that was quite good no, I think we've covered quite a lot though. I think, yeah. I think the biggest take home is probably like be honest with yourself because mm-hmm. be honest with, right, what is my goal? What do I want to achieve? Am I doing the work that I need to do to get to that goal? Because if not, if the answer honestly is no, something needs to change. And that's either going to be the work that you're putting in or the goal because you're not going to get the goal from the work you're not doing. Perfect. Couldn't have said it about myself. Oh, I crap. Oh, yeah, drop. <laughs> but no, I agree. I agree. And guys, I hope you've enjoyed listening to it. Me and Lee, I know we had some really good feedback from our last podcast that we did all about reverse dieting. If you haven't listened to that, please go and check it out. Leah, thanks for coming on, babes. We'll definitely thanks do another one. Yeah, yeah, I love doing these. They go really fun. quickly. But yeah. So remember, guys, just do the work in it. Get in. Yeah, that's it. Do what you're told and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. If you uh if you if you want to, you know, see what Leah like what it takes to look like Leah go and look at her Instagram Leah what's your Instagram at it's Leah underscore undivided um undivided. but I did actually the whole of my prep for the universe is on YouTube like every single week I documented it so if you want to see what an actual prep includes like I mean there's a lot of watching there but you know it's on there if you want to watch it yeah but I think it's good I think it's been great having you on because hopefully this podcast like we said has just brought to light what you do and what you don't need to do to yeah. get to where you want to be. And also just make sure that what you're having as a goal is a realistic goal for yeah. the work you want to put in. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like it's got to match. Both of those things have got to match. Like that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think me and you are both good advocates of that because obviously you're an insane bodybuilder, very physique based. I love doing my CrossFit, my performance. It's less yeah. physique based, but I still, you know, I still like to look good and feel good. But both of our actions equal our goals. Yes. It's got to line up. Yeah, yeah. Got to line yeah. up. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. Leah, thanks for coming on. I hope thanks you enjoyed so this. If you did, drop us a message at underscore em.powered and at Leah underscore. Whoa. And it pulls that up. <laughs> Leah underscore undivided. That's the one. Perfect. I'll see you next time, guys. Take care.